Welcome to the EAT Podcast. This is episode number eight. I'm your host, Jerry. Tonight, we're going to have uh, two special guests in the show, Weirdo and Beardo from the Weirdo and Beardo Podcast. Uh, Russ is not going to be with us tonight. Believe it or not, Russ is actually interviewing for the New York Ranger head coaching job, which I didn't believe at first when I heard it, but he told me he's interviewing and uh, not to bother him right now, but he will give us a recap when he comes back uh, on the next show. But tonight, we're going to have Weirdo and Beardo on. They are very heavily involved in crypto. They talk about stocks. They have a website. They're active on Twitter. And uh, we both got something in common, our show and their show. And that's that we both want to get Takeover Joe on, on the show and uh, do an interview with him about Takeover Industries, LTNC. Everybody knows about it. We're all invested in it. We all hear about it. Follow it. It's the gift that keeps on giving with everything that's got going on with it. But... um. Weirdo and Beardo are Mike and Derek, and let me just get through current events quick, and then I'll get them on. So just real quick, Tesla drops the idea of taking Bitcoin as payment due to the environmental concerns, which Russ brought up uh, a few weeks ago. And he basically said, when are all the people going to start realizing that crypto uh, uses too much energy and uh, it's not a good thing? So I guess Russ was uh, looking into the crystal ball and the future, so to speak. And realized that uh, this was going to come down the pike, and it certainly did, because Elon tweeted about it, saying he's now working with Doge developers to uh, get something going with them, and possibly are implying that he was going to start taking Doge as uh, payment for for Tesla. But this is Elon Musk. You have to stay tuned to his Twitter, and uh, every time he does tweet something about crypto, the stock, the stock, the crypto itself, uh, the currency does move like a stock up and down based on the uh, the tweets that come out of uh, out of him. Also, one final thing. We had a major pipeline hack. There were gas lines everywhere uh, down south. The pipeline controlled about 45% or so of the gas that was coming to the northeast. Um, so basically, I don't like to get political on the show, but I'm going to for a second. In roughly 120 days or so, we went from being the number one oil exporter to gas shortages. Go figure, right? It's uh, <laughs> definitely something to uh, keep an eye on and stock up if you have to. But here we go. Let's get into the Weirdo and Beardo uh, part of the show. I'm going to bring them on the stream right now. They're from Boston. Hey, guys, what's going on? How's it going? How are you? We got the Not New York Boston thing going on. I got my accent. You got yours. Ready to go. <laughs> I hope you Is can tell who's who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I can tell who's who. <laughs> so, uh, guys, how's it going? How's it been? I know you guys. Uh, you guys started your podcast right around the time that we started ours, and uh, yep. you got a website. You're actively involved on Twitter. Let's get into real quick. What was the idea behind uh, behind the podcast and the website and the blog and everything you guys do, and what made you uh, want to get in the world that we're all in now? So, for myself, um, I've been learning to trade, invest, kind of everything finance I could over the probably since the start of the pandemic, maybe a couple months before I was trying to make a career change and figured what better way to document it and teach other people while I'm learning as well. And some good humor along the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. I mean, so, so for me, uh, you know, like I said, it's the same kind of same thing. We just wanted to be entertaining, kind of, uh, learn something for ourselves, learn and teach something to, you know, everyone else. Um, we've been trying to absorb as much information as we possibly can in like the past year. Obviously, uh, things are very different uh, since a year, year and a half ago since oh, yeah. the pandemic. So um, with that being said, you know, you got to adapt. And that's what I feel like we kind of did. And uh, we found that we really loved 
talking stocks and kind of crypto and the whole you know whole situation. I think we really fell in love with it, and then we decided, you know what, we're goofy enough people. Why don't we give it a shot? And we'll uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I I don't have a theme song. I don't uh, I don't do any of that. But I gotta say, I love it. The uh, that was his the idea. Song. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's know, comical. I figured we needed something to just like stick out. Like we wanted yeah. to make it approachable. Like we're two regular guys. Like yep. nobody knows anything. We don't either, and we'll be a hundred percent honest with you. Like. I'm just trying to learn and have some people enjoy it and educate themselves along the way. So, yeah, and the thing I thing I like about you guys is you're not you're not pounding the table about a specific stock or a specific yeah. crypto. Yeah, yeah. And we're saying, not hey guys, yeah, you're not you're not pumpers. And I mean, not to get into me, but I started my account roughly a year ago or so uh, with a thousand bucks, and I've run it up a good amount. I'm over pattern day yeah. trading now. I'll leave it at that. But um, I've had some success, and I followed some of these guys on Twitter, and I called Vegas. I'm sure you guys have heard heard my story before. <laughs> Twitter is like Vegas. You can be anybody you want to be. It doesn't matter what you are in real life on, on Twitter. You're anybody you want to be. And I followed some of those guys. I followed some of those guys, and it, it hurt me along the way. It and uh, then, I, yeah, it sucks. And then you realize, <laughs> you realize, hey, guys, you got to follow what, you're, what you use. You know, exactly. For argument's sake, I fly JetBlue. I shop at Target. I drink Sam Adams beer. You know, those are things I want to be invested in. I go to Disney. Those are things I want to be invested in. I'm not yeah. buying A, B, and C OTC or A, B, and C NASDAQ or, or any other stock just based on an alert anymore. I'm, I'm not doing that. And you guys don't do that. That's my point. My point is you guys aren't pounding the table saying, hey, guys, we got to buy this. We got to load up. Let's front load all this and, and you know, screw everybody else behind us. Who cares? You guys don't do that. And, and, and I like it. I like the education that you guys got yeah. behind yourselves. And you guys, you're good. You're good in my book. What I see it too, though, is like – and. In a sense, you need that. Like, people learn from that. At first, it's like, oh, like, you get a little excited. Maybe it's something. And you kind of learn the way the social media community works around certain things. Like, there's people that are providing great education. There's some people that are in it just for shits and gigs. Like, it's yep. it's entertaining regardless. Yeah, I mean, I can, you know, I say the same thing. I think, I think what you have is a lot of the time, um, some people are just in it for, you know, specifically their own needs you know what i mean they're like all right i'm gonna run this i'm gonna pump this uh there's yep. people i could i could mention but i'm not going to right now it but uh i'm sure we, listen hey if you yeah, if you yeah. want if you if you want to sync them on the show you can sync them because you know what <laughs> we're going to get into this later i'm at a point with certain people where the the syncing on my end is about to happen so it, if you want go ahead if you don't want to that's fine we can just say person a and person b yeah i'm well, good just, i'm sorry to interrupt can finish finish your person point. <laughs> Person A, person S. I'll start with that. <laughs> I'll leave it no, but there's, there's definitely people that are, you know, are, are pumpers, and that's what they do. And you know, that's that's not what we are about. We we never wanted to be like, all right, so we're solely this stock, solely this crypto. Yep. Obviously, there's ones that we dabble in. Yep. Um, but you know, like when we had our interview with like um, Ryan Shadell uh, for LTNC, like Love I was, that guy. I, I wasn't even holding any shares at the time. So like okay. that's just one of the things. It's not, it's not like a personal thing. It's not. We're not doing it for any uh, reason other than we just want to do it. I don't know. You know. That's the only reason you really should want to do anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> like I had on. Uh, we had. I had on Ryan, and you guys reached out right after I did because you guys had him planned as well. Which was that's how we got. We started talking and yeah. and had the the going back and forth about everything. But that was great on your end. Uh, no, no, not stepping on toes and anything else that you guys put in the message, no. which which was it great. Is. That opened that's the that opened the doorway for us to to do this. And and it's I would great. never want to step on toes. I would never bash anybody. And like like I said, like I have no problem with pushing whatever stock. Like everybody gets hyped up about a stock. Everybody does yep. their own. 
I mean, he has he, he has a problem with anyone with no beard. If you shave, <laughs> well, I shaved say, yesterday. <laughs> if you, now he has a problem with you. You he has a problem with you specifically. Uh, if you do shave, if you have anything like right now, I have scruff. I'm in his good graces today. Yeah, but, I got uh, ever so slight scruff right now. He, he is a he's he's an average. That is his thing. He's a pro <laughs> pumper shaver. Hates Gillette. We'll bet against it. <laughs> that that's his only his only thing right there. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I love the I love the going back and forth and I love that you guys are active on Twitter. I love the everything. And I, again, I have people on my show and I'm not I had I had Christy Hunt on the show from GSPI. Yep. Whether you, you liked her, hated her, don't know anything about her, the point is bringing her on. I'm not front loading her stock. You guys, I'm I'm assuming are front loading any stocks for your guests. Yeah. And that's that's how we're real. And that's the point I'm I'm driving home here. When we're, we're not having somebody on and front loading their their company and hoping that from either podcast, oh boom. 5x 10x whatever it's going to be and then we're going to we're going to get out of it when we're, we're not we're not those guys and i, and I, I like yeah. that if only it was that simple too you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't have that yeah we don't that's not what we're about we won't you know and, yep. and even uh even if we you know if we build up that following which we hope to do we we certainly would never uh would never do that that's not that's not yeah. what we're about right beardo never <laughs> I, like, i'm trying to reach out to as many people that i can to just try to get like they're investing knowledge. Like, I don't care whether you're a new trader and you have questions that you're trying to learn. Like, I would love to have that conversation. And I've reached out to a couple people on Twitter and had a few. Uh, whether you're an experienced investor, a new trader, you run a business, we're just trying to get some perspective. And Yep. Yeah. And hey, not for nothing from, from Twitter, you, I'm sure you guys learn a few things here and there because I, I get a few messages here and there that I, I learn a few things. I mean, it, it has its good points. Don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of negativity on it as well, which just drives me nuts. Oh, so You're going to so get the much. good with the bad yeah. no matter what. <laughs> yeah, true. All right. So I love the Boston, uh, New York thing. The minute I found out you guys are from Boston, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I mean, I'm a Red Sox fan. Russ is a big Met fan. You guys, uh, you have to both live Red Sox, right? Or is there uh, is there a different, he, he different team in the mix? He doesn't. He doesn't. I, he doesn't born no. and raised in Boston and Everett just outside of Boston, and I'm a diehard Derek Jeter fan. I, wow. I know, it's, went the other way on that one. It, wow. It, it, it's, it's tough being a Yankees fan in Boston. I got to throw that out there. People aren't so, friendly with the Yankees. So the Yankees are winning all their championships in the day, and I'm sure you're in heaven. And then the, the Red Sox – you know, flip the script on uh, on that whole uh, rivalry for a while. Very unexpected. Very unexpected, yeah. too. That comeback was absolutely unreal. Uh, I So my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law is a big, big Yankee fan, and I break his shoes as much as possible about that Mariano blowing that 3 nothing lead, the three, three games to none lead, and that's what started everything with that. I break his shoes about it all the time whenever I get a chance to. I still have the utmost respect for the Sox, so like, you have I, to. I mean, I, as much as I hate the Yankees, you have to. Don Zimmer was the only thing that wasn't a fan of over the years. Okay, I mean, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Red Sox guy. Uh, I mean, I just feel like it's very classic to go to like a Sox game, get some peanuts. I mainly just focus on the food half the time, though, when it comes to the game. But that's just yeah. That's <laughs> I, I I love Fenway. I. Uh, I don't think they'll ever replace it. It's just as small as it is. I guess that's what works against them, and that's why the prices get so high is because the capacity is so low, even with COVID now and everything else. But in, just in general, when things are normal, I mean, ha how many more seats can they really add to it without building a new a new thing or new structure or something? And I don't even can't, think they can. Right? They they can't. You can't. You can't. No. Yeah. You can't. 
I mean, that's the whole thing about Boston in general is like the streets make no sense because they were like built for like horses. And <laughs> whereas, like, whereas like New York is like a grid, Boston's just like this zigzag, you know, kind of like maze and you got to kind of like figure it out, especially in like the North End and Boston and stuff. So if you don't know where you're going, I mean, MapQuest is just going to be like all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drive when I'm in Boston. I take the T. That's, that's yep. my way around. Uh, Uber is the way to go as well. Yep. <laughs> but um, so right now you got the Celtics and the Bruins in the playoffs, which you guys, I mean, really, you guys are in the playoffs every damn sport every year. I mean, it's like yeah. it's, a, it's a never ending uh, playoff run for you guys. Do, uh, do you see either of them going far? I mean, the, I just watched the, Celtic, the Celtics last night blew the doors off the other guys. I what is it? Uh, Jason it. Tatum put up 50 points. Tatum is, yeah, he's <laughs> awesome and stuff. And like I said, uh, so yeah, I know Jason Tatum. I know uh, Marcus Smart. He comes into my restaurant all the time. And honestly, like they're, they're really doing awesome. I think that, uh, I definitely think that they deserve to, to, to take it. You know, we'll see what happens. I think a couple of years recently they, they got gypped a little bit, but uh, you know, that's what happens when you're going against like LeBron James and stuff like that. And you know, yeah, when he's just a one man army. Oh, and then he puts his, his two other sidekicks with him wherever he goes and creates yep. a threesome, and then it's good to go. He's good. He's good for a finals run for five, ten, whatever years it is. That's it. And I was in now he's in Space Jam. He had to get in Space Jam. <laughs> All right. I have mixed feelings about a second Space Jam. I gotta say. So <laughs> I, I will argue to the death with anybody, anytime that Michael Jordan is the best player I've ever seen, and I know LeBron's. LeBron and he's a bigger guy and he's built differently and everything else. But yeah, if Jordan didn't take off the three years for baseball, I mean, it, the six easily could have been nine. Oh, absolutely. I mean, honestly, absolutely. I, th I think when it comes to um, a single player by himself, LeBron is, is if not the best, um, just by himself, he's a one man army. Whereas Michael Jordan and Larry Bird were a little more fundamental, a little more, uh, you know, team play. I think that you play the game differently. Um, obviously oh, yeah. in the 80s and the 90s. Very, very different game and um, versus now. Like I see Le the way LeBron does it. He just like – he kind of like checks you and then you move your feet and then boom, it's a it's a foul. Even though it's like, <laughs> hey, this seven-foot giant just just bashed me. <laughs> one of the biggest people on the court. Like foul. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, Jordan's the best I've ever seen. I'll, I'll put LeBron up there with him, but uh, I think Jordan is just on a different oh, level. I, he's on a different level. I mean, they're both up there, but I think Jordan is just a little bit better in, in my book. For and like I said, teams, reasons. you know, like I said, like Michael Jordan's going to play on a team. LeBron yeah. is going to play himself. And not that the other plays aren't good, but, you know, when you put those two teams against each other, I think, yeah, definitely Michael Jordan wins. I'm so, taking Kobe. I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you say? Taking Kobe. Taking Kobe. Taking Kobe. Uh, all right, Kobe's rest, good too. What? Rest in peace. Yep. That's Absolutely. A, that's all I can Kobe say. Kobe was good too. Kobe, Kobe was, was awesome. So, uh, the Patriots. What'd you guys think of their draft, and how did it feel with Tom Brady leaving and winning a Super Bowl in Tampa? I got to start with Brady leaving. <laughs> Not only start with that. Do you finally leave the team that built you to who you are? In the middle of a pandemic, on St. Patrick's Day, our biggest holiday, where nobody sure. can go out to it, like bars would have been packed that day. Oh my God, the tears would have been flowing. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were stuck home through it too. It's, my heart's never been so broken. I feel like I just got kicked repeatedly in uh, a certain part of my body over and over again. I know. I don't know if there's children listening, but yeah, no, uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Uh, I don't think. 
but uh, but no, definitely. I mean that that was heartbreaking. Uh, I think, but I, you know what? Honestly, as Patriots fans, I think more of us were mad when Gronkowski retired and oh, then came, yes. came out of retirement. And I had just saw him. I literally like bowled next to him in like a Kings bowling in like Seaport in Boston. And you know he seemed pretty agile still. He can bowl pretty oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, but he, you know, like he's retired, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm not retired. I'm just gonna. I just want to play with with Tom down in Tampa Bay. You know, and he retired though because they wanted to trade him to the Lions. So he's like, "You can't trade me. I'm retired." And then just so happens to come back to the Bucks. I, I, yeah. I don't know. So I, the rumor is that Edelman might be doing the same type oh, of thing. I, I would is, not. Is, you guys agree with that? I'm suspect I, to that. I think it will happen. I. So now you're looking at the Tampa Bay Patriots. I think. I'd say, <laughs> but you know what? I I don't know about Beardo. I can't speak for him, but I am a Tom Brady fan more than I'm a Patriots fan. So I was still pretty happy uh, this year. I, I am. Don't get me wrong. I'm a diehard Brady fan, but I firmly believe in everything Bill Belichick does. It might not make sense at the time, but he always has something up his sleeves. Like the, Brady couldn't do it alone. And well, I, Brady went to Tampa I, and did it without without Bill. I mean, <laughs> that's true. He, he, he had good people. I mean, it's hard not to. Like, I mean, he had good players, though. He, I mean, he had he had, uh, yeah. had Gronk. He had Antonio Brown. He brought him back. Yeah. Uh, they had they so, had a nucleus in in in, in Tampa, and then, yeah, you know, and the you, few and pieces that came in were good. You can't beat you can't beat Brady's like just dagger like precision and stuff like that. I mean, that's part of the reason why he beat Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes is amazing. Right. But you're you're dealing with somebody who's been in the league for, I mean, my home was like what was he like five years old when when Brady won his first one, you know? It's, yeah, basically. So, you experience experience wins. I mean, that's that's all it is. You know, back when I uh, when I watch football regularly, I being from New York, the Jets and Giants are both New Jersey to me. But I'll I'll watch both of them. I've gone to games. I've gone on road trips. Um, the fact that as being a New York guy that Eli Manning beat Brady twice was one of the best okay. things ever for, for a New York friends. guy. And I, I know now you don't want to bring friends. that up. I know we're not friends. So you don't want to bring it up. Those, those I, had to, I had to just give it in once. I mean, hey, I, I guess first lightning strike twice. Apparently, I, I thought it couldn't, but it, it can. So prior to Brady leaving on St. Patrick's Day, the first heartbreak was that fucking part of my French. The helmet cap was Excuse me. Children, children. Ridiculous. Children absolutely up. ridiculous. Like, I, it, oh, it just hang on one second he here. On his hang, hang on one second here. Russ is actually trying to uh, come on the on the stream here. Hang on. I thought, I thought he was busy. <laughs> I thought you were interviewing. What's going on? Here he is. Now, is over. It's over. So, yeah, I knew that I was too fat. I wouldn't fit behind the bench. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I just got home. I figured I'd stop on for a couple of minutes and wing it. We're rooting for you. Yeah, we're rooting for you. <laughs> yeah. I just tried to listen to you guys for a minute talking about the uh, Tom and the Pats. So just join yeah, in. Just, we couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. We, we just <gasps> broke into sports. We were talking about crypto and stuff in the beginning. And, uh, oh, you already went through crypto? Oh, no, just just touched on it, why they started their podcast and everything. Yeah, all right. Because I, I announced my deal with Dave Portnoy that I've joined the Safe Moon crowd. So, <laughs> oh, welcome to the, welcome to the team. I finally figured out how to do it through like eight different exchanges. And uh, let's it's just say absurd. I'm not a proud owner of 52 million shares. So this thing goes oh to a down. Uh, it's going to be quite the party. In Coach I, I increased my so. position today because like there's such a the crash that happened. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll go for it. 
the crash actually worked out kind of well because uh, I ended up selling my my Doge at at thirty nine and yeah. I rebought it at thirty three. So I added like a thousand shares there, and then I said, "Oh, screw it, let me add a Litecoin because that went all the way down to one ninety nine." Yeah. Uh, I th I threw in some some Shiba and uh, some Safe Moon and, and even some Cardano. I was like, "Oh, let me sprinkle it around," and yeah, I, I, I didn't go crazy, but uh, sounds like I'm you not, did. I'm not safe moon <laughs> yeah. You know, if it goes, if it goes all. I don't want to tell you it, like the Dogecoin. I mean, I, I I have thick, really thick skin to deal with it because because I'm sitting on. So I bought in it uh, Dogecoin when it was at like point zero zero three eight. So I got like a hundred thousand shares uh, yeah. of Dogecoin. So so I mean, my, like this morning, I'm down twenty five thousand dollars. I'm just like, damn it. Yeah, that's that's a hit. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's a hit. But I, I think this is. I guess this will be good moving forward. Only be. Well, Oh, I already sprayed. But I think this is a good thing in general. Um, as far as it weeded out, it weeded yeah. out a lot of the paper hands. Yeah. I think everybody Absolutely. moving forward is pretty much, you know, if they would have sold, they would have sold already. Yep. So going forward, it's I think everything's gonna go back up. I if, if I'm if I'm understanding this correctly with the China ban. China mines like 70% of cryptocurrency in the world. So yep, they're yep. going to find a way to make profit. That's probably what all this is. They're going to do it so that they can make profit off of it. But if they mine that much, they're not going to let this crumble. No, no. I mean, and I, if I want to talk, I mean, we can talk about it in a second. I'll get into it a little bit now for, for Dodge. Yeah. I mean, Beardo's not super big on uh, on Dogecoin. Uh, I've been an avid Dogecoin supporter since the, since the beginning. Um, I was one of the only people that like kind of stuck around when the first push happened in uh, in last July, and uh, I, I mean honestly, it's it's grown way faster than I ever thought ever thought it was going to in short term, and that's when when people see it fall from like you know where it is now, what's it like 36, 37, 40, whatever it is. I, I wasn't looking because uh, I couldn't today; it was too painful. Um, <laughs> it was it was it was difficult to to keep an eye on my phone. No, but I, I see uh, you know more and more places um, starting to pick it up as payment. Uh, I think they said Petco, like Home Depot or something, like or Lowe's or a couple of like retail places, and uh, you know it's going to go on Coinbase next month. Uh, Elon Musk is like, oh, should I accept Dogecoin? and drop bitcoin and i just feel like it's definitely not seen its best days yet uh but you know this is what happens like you said you you're gonna have some some drop um you're gonna weed out the the paper hand people uh and then everyone else is gonna buy up and i think you're seeing a couple bucks uh in not so distant future i really do yeah i agree so like i said is you know in the end i think there is probably going to be a big crash but for now listen the Companies are jumping on it, and everybody's realizing there's, there's the fear of missing out. And, and, you know, obviously, especially with Bitcoin, I think that's passed because it's now so expensive where if you didn't get oh, it so much a while so ago, much. you know, you're, you're, you're not really, you're not putting $1,000 in now, and it's not going anywhere, you know, whereas you put $1,000, you know, even into a Litecoin, which is 200 all right, you may make a couple, but you're seeing people buy these smaller joke coins just because, hey, screw it. You know, I buy a couple of them for a couple hundred each, and all you need is one to go crazy. That's the same. That's, uh, that's safe. I don't, want, I don't want to break up the, uh, Jerry's schedule too much. But, <laughs> so, uh, you guys want to jump back into sports? I got a few minutes. I can. Uh, I can always. Right. Yeah, let's continue sports.
Did you do baseball yeah, we yet? Continue sports? No, we didn't. I didn't do any of that stuff yet. Um, we were just talking about how the uh, the Boston sports scene has stepped into the Golden Horseshoe, basically. And every year, it's a damn parade going through Boston. Oh. Well, wait, wait a minute. Did you tell them about the Boston experience, the cheers? I did not get into our uh, our trips yet. No, that's coming up. But uh, go ahead. I told them how we uh, we got right, sick. So we got sick next to some carousel or something in a park in downtown yes. Boston. We went. We went to. Uh, I don't know if you guys know the band OAR. What's the yeah. name? Um, so we went to OAR in Norfolk, Connecticut, and uh, ended up driving to Boston after the show. And stayed in Boston for the night. So the next night we go out and, you know, not my first time in Boston, but my first time as an adult that can drink. <laughs> so we, we end up going out. Of course, I have to go to fucking Cheers. You got to. <laughs> I got a picture with Norm. And we did the whole Sam Adams Brewery yeah, thing. I've never seen the show. I'm not going to be honest. I've, I've never even <laughs> wow. watched it. I've never even watched Cheers. <laughs> no, it's a great show. And wow. funny I tell you what it not, says. I feel like everyone Cheers the other day. <laughs> yeah, funny thing came out the other day of them taking pictures of uh, the curly-haired bartender, I forgot her name, doing all her pours, and they were all half-head, and they were like, they had the worst pours ever. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we go out, and I remember not being like, I'm normally, I used to be a big Scotch guy, Johnny Black, and I still am, but I wasn't in the mood for it that night. And I think I had like a, a, a vodka Sprite or something. And it wasn't hitting. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> Wait, you know, Johnny Black and, and, and Coke, whatever. And it just went down. And before I know it, <laughs> I'm giving 20s to the fucking guy in the corner playing acoustic guitar. You know, play, you know any Billy Joel? You know this? You know that? And the guy's like, all right, give me 40 bucks. Like, it's cool. I'll play whatever you want. You're not going to keep giving me money. <laughs> and before, before I know it, it I, I think they closed at 12, but I was I was hammed. And <laughs> the bartender is like, you know, all right, it's last call. This just drinks on me. And I remember my wife saying, he, he's good. He had a, he had enough. And I, I, I was I was thoroughly fucked up. And the bartender is like, listen, he drank pretty much this whole bottle. It, it on me. Now, my wife knows me, but this guy doesn't. So he basically pours not the pint glass, but the tall glasses full of Johnny Walker with a splash of Coke. And <laughs> splash being the key word. A, I took this thing with a straw and just went <laughs> gone in about it's like three seconds. And the bartender goes, holy shit, I didn't know he was going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you said it was last call. You said it was, I don't want to keep you. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he told us, though, we asked for after hour. He told us some place, and it ended up being not – underground but i guess where you guys have like the uh it's below yeah. ground level where you walk down the stairs and have so you're walking on the sidewalk and it's down the steps from the sidewalk so it's kind of like a basement of wherever you are yeah, yeah he tells us go right. there and uh tell him his name and all i remember is ordering four drinks and the, i tell him so and so sent us some cheers and the guy's like your money's no good here so <laughs> i was pretty wealthy on the market so, but I, I, I love the glass oh, yeah. and that at this place and the glass ended up coming home with me and somehow we ended up in a park after i remember porta potties and some sort of carousel and <laughs> it didn't it didn't end well for the toilet and then <laughs> sounds, like a good night. sounds like a good I, night to me yes <laughs> and then my wife waking me up at like probably like five six in the morning where i fell asleep taking a shit on the toilet <laughs> and the, the next day we went to some for a famous breakfast spot, maybe Jerry knows or remembers. And 
I remember sitting there, and Jerry's wife too. She was in bad shape. We were banged I up. <laughs> I mean, I love food, and we couldn't eat. We we were trouble. And I think I, I want to say it took us like four or five hours to get home with traffic and pouring rain, and it was definitely one of the worst hangover drives home from Boston. But it was a good time. But every trip is a walking ball crawl with us there. It really is. <laughs> That's the thing with like there's endless places to just sit and get shit faced around Boston. Right now, it's like 90-minute limits on everything, though, because I, I run a restaurant and stuff, and everything's like, 90 minutes, you're out. We're yeah, we got that, zone. too. We got about two hours where we are. Yeah. Two hours, you got to get up and go. But I don't know. I think May 29th is supposed to like lift everything or something. I don't, I don't know. Well, they, lift, they lifted stuff today here in New York, so uh, Hopefully, it was yeah. pretty relaxed. Uh, I did have a mask incident in Chipotle, but. <laughs> of, all, of all places you're going to use your uh, get out of jail free card at, at Chipotle yeah. as well. <laughs> yes yes but uh, one. Here, we'll see what happens but all right sorry to take off the time we'll go, go back to sports I'll wing it all right so <laughs> all right so let's let's go to sports real quick and then I'll go back to uh, us talking about Brady and uh, and Boston and everything else but uh all right, so Russ, we did, last episode we did the over under on no hitters uh, this year. Oh, and the, what'd you know? But Spencer, baseball. Spencer Turnbull, never heard of this guy before, pitched the fifth no hitter in baseball this year for the Tigers last night against Seattle. Not yeah, including Spencer, the Bumgarner seven inning guy. Yeah, he's uh, Spencer Turnbull. He, uh, you know, you have like the A list porn actors. He's like the B list. <laughs> <porn actors. laughs> um, I don't pay attention to the guys, but yeah. <laughs> so that is pretty crazy. We got five already in the first two months of the season. So yeah, I'll be honest with you. I only remember a handful of no hitters. So I, I looked up no hitters yesterday, uh, this morning. And uh, dude, every year's had like two or three. And I'm like, what? Yeah. However, I, like I mean, five. In 2015, there were seven no hitters, including Max Scherzer and some other asshole. Two, threw two, and then somebody else threw two, and I was like, "Holy wow. shit!" Two people threw two no hitters in the same season in 2015, but there were seven total. And I was like, wow. "I don't remember this." And I, I, I pay attention to everything. Wow. So uh, last week, Matt Harvey, the Dark Knight, came back to uh, City Field. He got a nice ovation. That was nice. I saw that. You know, it didn't end well for him here, but uh, he's trying to re reinvent himself in Baltimore. And uh, Albert Pujols, designated for assignment from the Angels. And what does he do? He goes across town, signs with the Dodgers, and the first game, that's cleanup for these guys. And Trout gets hurt. I mean, how's that for karma? Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. The uh, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, that was on the show uh, a couple of episodes yeah. ago, he's a diehard Cardinals fan. Even he says, how do you not sign him just, just out of you – know, how do you let him sign with the Dodgers? Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. That's like, you know, one of their arch rivals and just, eh, it is, you know, see a legend like that wearing Dodger blue after wearing Cardinal red for all those years. It's uh, quite interesting. All right. Um, I know the real feeling quick. with Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling. 20-something years as a, as a pat. Now he's in the box, but whatever. And he's going to win. He's probably going to win another one or two he's while he's down gonna there. He's probably going to win it, yeah. <laughs> he's going it is, it is I think he's going to go until he's 50. He's going to go until he's 50. He, listen, listen, as he, long as he keeps playing the way he's playing, and listen, players keep because he keeps winning. So, you know, it is weird seeing him as a buck. And I gotta be honest with you, I'm a Colts fan. 
I fucking hated Tom. And, and hey, <laughs> I gotta tell you, I, I rooted for him in the Super Bowl. I can't help it. I the part of me now likes him. Yeah, because he's in the NFC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't care now. It's just something, something about the uniform. It's kind of like growing up and hating Mario Lemieux and Yager because I was a Ranger fan. And I got to tell you, in the end, I think Yager is probably one of my favorite players of all time. Even Sands playing with the Rangers, but now I understand their 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 greatness. You know, they kind of see him in a different light. You appreciate them more. <laughs> oh yeah, he goes to a different team. He still he does it again. I mean, just can't be stopped. Go. There's, yeah, there's no denying. I mean, he, even if there was some speculation on, like, some, you know, like, whatever, he cheated, this, that, and the other thing. I mean, people say that all the time. I mean, you, you don't win that many times if you're just not awesome. I mean, it's, it's, you know, no matter how yeah. you look at it. You know what I mean? That's, that's just too many too many rings. What is he at, like, seven rings or something now? He's or? at seven, and J-Lo's at, what, five? Yeah, yeah, we, J-Lo's we at keep, five. We're keeping track of this every uh, every episode if, J- if J-Lo gets a new one now that she's been seen with Ben Affleck lately. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I did say that if she gets a new one from Ben, she already had one from Ben. So this one will count, but there should be an asterisk with it. <laughs> second one from Throw Ben. Throw it up like the Barry Bonds home runs. <laughs> yes, exactly. It counts. Exactly. It counts. He won the same one twice. <laughs> yeah all right real quick russell i want to get into the nba last night the, the east started their playing round the celtics beat the wizards celtics are now the seventh seed pacers defeated the hornets the hornets are done they're now in the lottery the wizards are going to play the pacers for the eighth seed and the loser of that game will be in the lottery as well out west tonight you have the lakers and golden state which is the yeah. big matchup seven versus eight the winner moves on to be the seventh seed in the playoffs the loser will play the winner of the Memphis Grizzlies, San Antonio Spurs, nine versus 10 game. The loser of that Grizzly Spurs matchup will be done in the lottery as well. Guys, do you think that uh, it's not going to be Golden State and the Lakers back in the play in the main playoffs at seven and eight after their matchup tonight? Do you, do you see San Antonio or Memphis or anybody getting in besides them? Beardo? I don't know. <laughs> short, short and sweet no for me i mean i golden state just awesome i i yeah. I, I can't really i can't deny that i i think you'll see a little more of the same until a couple of the other uh you know another teams like really build up but yeah i mean obviously I, golden state has great fundamentals and they're just killing it man it, it, like steph curry just, takes over a game yeah it's like they're, they're unstoppable i mean i don't you know like when they just they're just too damn good i don't even yeah. know what to say they shut down LeBron like the other year and two, so it's just I don't even know. I don't even know. All right, I want to get into uh, the, Russ the playoff uh, NHL playoffs real quick. Out west, I got Toronto, Colorado over St. Louis. I got Vegas over Minnesota. In the north, I got Toronto over Montreal. I know we differ on that one. You want to see chaos in Canada? <laughs> yeah, I don't actually I got- think Montreal is going to beat Toronto. But you never just know. To, just to see absolute fucking chaos and then riot <laughs> in Toronto would be just that'd be awesome. Uh, I don't know if you saw Carey Price though. He uh, yeah, Carey Price flipped out today in practice. He uh, Shea Weber. Shea Weber was back taking shots in practice today too, so he might be back. Uh, he might be yeah, back tonight but, also. I'm Price, not sure. Price is in a bad mindset. He he, he didn't do too didn't fare too well with the Laval Rockets in uh, in the AHL for their last game, and then today in practice. Uh, goal was scored on him, and he just turned around and smashed his stick against the post and broke it in half. And uh, yeah, he's not in a good mindset. They're not going to beat Toronto, but like I said, is I'd love to just see absolute chaos and Toronto fold again. And you know, fuck Tavares. 
<laughs> I got uh, I got Edmonton over Winnipeg. I got Carolina over Nashville. Tampa over Florida. Which that series I hope goes seven, and I hope they kill each other because the first game was fights, and there wasn't a dull moment in that game with with those two teams. I love the Florida I love the Florida Tampa Bay rivalry. It's uh, it's great for hockey. I have Pittsburgh over the Islanders. I, I will not pick the Islanders ever. You guys know that. I hate them. And I got Boston over Washington, guys. So my Boston friends, I got. I'm rooting for you guys. All right, just, all right. Yeah, I got I the. Uh, Obi got his cup, and that was awesome. He was fucking great, hammered up at the podium. But I, I really can't <laughs> root for the. I really can't root for the Caps. I, I'll take the bees any day. It's, you know. I got. Uh, I got Boston over Tampa. I'm sorry. I got Boston and Tampa in the semis, and Colorado and Edmonton in the other other round. I got Tampa beating Colorado in the uh, in the finals. When you get two superstars back like they did with Kucherov and Stamkos in the playoff run, and they circumvented the cap, by the way, uh, yeah, I can't cap, see how that they, cap they, they don't says, uh, Cap <laughs> Gymnastics, as Biz says. There's, there's, a, there's a rumor floating around that they persuaded Kucherov to sit out the rest of the season and come in for the playoffs just to do that. Yeah. Now, obviously, that's you know against you know NHL rules, but there's no way to truly prove it unless you know Kucherov or anybody in the office admits to it. I'm sure it's a rumor on Twitter, and like you know, Twitter, anything happens there. <laughs> anything, anything. Elon uh, Musk, he says one word, boom, the whole bang. crypto market, just, damn, that's yep. it. Everything moves. And uh, so, Russ, just give us some insight on the uh, the Ranger interview. David Quinn got fired. Every the rest of his staff uh, got the boot, except for Benoit Allaire, who's the goalie guru. If you follow the Rangers, you know he's he does amazing things with the goalies. But uh, Russ, you interviewed. Gerard Gallant interviewed. Rick Tockett is apparently next. And I read a report today that Patrick Waugh is also going to get an interview as well. Um, just give us some insight on um, David Quinn getting fired. Well, Quinn getting fired, if, if anything, the performance thing, Quinn probably should have been fired before JD and uh, and Gorton, but it was a formality. Uh, I think we, you know, when we talked about it, I guess, you know, originally I was against you know, Kim, I didn't think he was the right guy for this team. And then I kind of at the end there kind of came along seeing what how our playoffs players developed. Uh, I, I really like Gallant. Um, I know that they said that I was the best looking candidate, but uh, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, my, my, my lack of experience and the fact that I could barely fit behind the, uh, you know, the players on the bench there was uh, a little disheartening. But uh, oh. it is what it is. Uh, I don't mind talking. He might bring toughness, but uh, Gallant. Every interview I've ever heard about him is players love playing for him. He's a play, you know, he's a players coach, and you know, maybe maybe that's what this team needs—just a little different change, you know, from a, a hard-nosed coach like Quinn. I think Quinn just made some rookie mistakes, but uh, you know, I just think it's weird that Gallant's been out this long and nobody's picked him up. But uh, so I think that part of the reasoning with that is that. When you get fired as a coach in sports now, the team that you have a contract with still pays you over the course of the contract. So JD and, and Jeff Gorton are going to get paid unless they get a new job somewhere. Gerard yeah. Gallant is still getting paid by Vegas, even though he doesn't have a job anywhere. So to stay home and make X or come back and make a little bit less, if that's what the current offers are out there, what would you rather do as a coach or, or an executive of a team? I guess that goes into part of the thinking as well. Why would you make five million sitting home versus three million to come in and work? True, and you know you can sit there and wait for the right opportunity. That too, and maybe that's what he was doing. You know, you know, I know that there are guys too, regardless of the money, 
they can't sit home and do nothing. They they want to get back out there and but well, it's going to be interesting know. to see where these guys go because Seattle doesn't have a coach yet. The Rangers don't have a coach. Brindamore yeah, might I'm be leaving though, Carolina. I'm hoping it's not Patrick Waugh, though. I love Patty Waugh as a goalie, but uh, bottom line, if you see the way he acted in Colorado and especially in the AHL coaching his son, forcing his son, a goalie, to fight, he's, he seems like he's just an asshole. And, uh, well, he's got he's got a reputation with him, and maybe that's why he's been out of the league after he did the Colorado stint for three years, and now he won't get a job or isn't hasn't gotten a job because of, you know, the what's gone on in the past and the words that are being said around the league. It, league executives is a, is a close community. These guys all speak, I'm sure, you know, off the record or or whatever to each other while they're getting a, a drink or whatever it is, and they're gonna go, hey, this guy was a jerk off, and I don't think he's a good fit in the league anymore. And when someone says that, it's gonna get around, and maybe that's why he's like blackballed and blacklisted. Yeah, it's possible. I'm not saying that's the case, but it, it very well could be. You know, I don't know. All right, Russ, we're going to go back to uh, stocks and crypto and stuff if you want to stay on or are you going uh, to I'm trying to adjust my phone. I'm using a fucking Cheerio to try to prop it up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a one way to do a pop socket. I'm, all right, there go. I'm more of a Lucky Chimes guy, but you know. <laughs> you know, my, my son left the Cheerio here and it's it's actually working, so. Is this probably I like the hat, by the way. All we need is a little bit of uh, water behind it. I feel like we're in Cuba. Oh, well, he was, I, I, yeah, I got it in New Orleans. Tell the story. <laughs> yep, <laughs> say I got it in New Orleans. Were you gonna say you got it in Cuba? <laughs> yeah, what, what happened in Cuba? <laughs> no, I just feel like the hat's no, no, got no. a Cuban feel to it. You know, you little put a little water behind you, you know, it'll look nice. He's always good. Thank you. No, I, I got it in New Orleans. I was. I was down to New Orleans with a few buddies, and I was just and, and everyone was like, "Oh, we're getting hats." I'm like, "Okay." So I let a buddy of mine pick this hat out for me. I like it. I don't know. Yeah, it works. It's, I mean, it's, it's works. Fun. I mean, he's got he's got this glorious beard, and I just feel like you know I need some some little add on. I, the, the, the hat will change up. <laughs> the hats, I'll have different hats. Just so when you guys up. when you guys do your show though, you just record it and then upload it, right? You guys yeah, are doing yeah. a live stream like us, so you got to tell all of us listeners what kind of hat you're going with and maybe post yeah. it on the blog or Twitter or something. So we, we, we can see what's going on every week. I got an idea. I got an idea. We'll be back in a minute. Keep talking. You got a, he has a hat. He has a hat. No, he's so got a hat. We, we went with audio because I don't know. I don't think anyone wants to look at, look at me. I mean, maybe his beard, but <laughs> the goal for us too, like once we get further down the road, I've been recording every interview that we have. When we have a compilation of interviews that we can put up, we want to try to create a vlog out of it to try to just kind of ramble Oh, off. it's a, like a, a poker. It's, it's a, a, uh, a, a poker It's the Oktoberfest hat. Yeah, from Sam Adams. Oh, that's a poker hat. <laughs> Dinga dinga dorgan. <laughs> yes, Shemesh. Hello. Does it make you want to drink when you put it on? Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, it does. But when he takes it off, he still wants to drink, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> that's, that's, also, that's also correct. That doesn't really matter. And the hat, the hat doesn't is unaffected. But, you know, at least now when he wears the hat, people are like, oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided, or when I decided to do this, and then Russ came on after episode one, I wanted to do visual. And I think that a chat involved and doing this basically like a zoom call type thing was the way to go. So we decided to go to Twitch. Then I realized Twitch 
after two weeks, deletes your video. So I was like, oh, I'm in a little bit of a pickle there. So that's where the YouTube came in. And then once the YouTube came in, I was like, all right, well, how can I listen to this in the car without playing YouTube in the car? And that's how Spotify came through. So yeah, that's that's our line of thinking. Um, are you guys ever going to go visual, or maybe just you're just going to do that v, that the, the video blog like you discussed of all your interviews? What, yeah, what do you have? What, you what's your thoughts down the line of uh, of maybe going visual like this? So in time, I do want to get there. Um, my biggest thing, and I've been bitching at him over the past couple of weeks, like we need to create more content in timely on a timely basis. So we've been trying to get all our ducks in a line before we really start doing more and really executing certain things so in time yes we will get there but we're not there yet yeah plus okay. plus i need some plastic surgery before we do uh <laughs> before we do before all video i'm gonna need plastic surgery before we do all video yeah, i'll just wear a mask i'll put on like a, you know like those bill clinton masks you get it like spirit halloween i'll just play that the whole time <laughs> oh, oh, is on the podcast it, it's scary. i got my That's chewbacca right. mask i can send that to you yeah, Russ has a chewy mask. I think that <laughs> the it's beard might match. I mean, I don't know. Do you do you think that that would work? Do you think that someone wants to listen to some guy in a Chewbacca mask talk about stocks? I think it, we can have yeah, something. I would fucking listen to it. Yeah, it might work. It, uh, you, did he go get his mask? Did yes, he, he did. Mask? Absolutely. Here you go. <laughs> that's movie. That's movie quality, right? That it's is, really good. It's good. That's good. yeah. Listen, if some guy sat there talking about anything in a Chewbacca mask, I'd I'd want to give a listen for a few minutes, or at least ponder <laughs> stuff that goes viral. Ask him the question, like, where did you get it? You know what I mean? Did you get it? And and I can I get an Ewok mask? I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. Why not? That's. I mean, I think Ewoks are in right now. I don't know. Well, it's more like Baby Yoda. <laughs> Baby, Baby Yoda. Baby, Baby the, Yoda's in right now. You're going to use the Chewbacca defense. You want your South Park fans? I'm a big South Park fan. <laughs> Speaking of Baby no. Yoda, my, my son just no? entered the room. I, don't, I, don't want, I, I haven't watched South Park. It's never, never. You never clicked? Ah, oh, dude. No. I don't know about beer, but I'm a, I'm a huge South Park guy. I've seen like every episode. I love South Park. It's my thing. I haven't watched it in a long time. Really? I, I might have seen one or two, but well, to be to be honest, the old stuff's better than the new stuff. So, <laughs> try it. Is that Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda's putting on the chewy mask. Do I make an appearance? Say hello. Say hi. hi. How you doing? Hi. <laughs> Say, I just took a big dump. <laughs> that's a very, wife, that's a very the, baby yoda thing to say actually is yes. yeah my wife looks at me and goes really <laughs> but yes we need good content <laughs> now you got to keep it entertaining you got to keep people laughing i think that's what me and jerry i, I come in as the comedic relief and you gotta yeah you gotta keep at least interesting but to go on jerry's point you know as far as the video to you know to listening you know, if I'm in a car or something, obviously I want to listen. So, yep. you know, you're not going to watch a video. But for the most part, if I'm going to watch the podcast, seeing people's facial expressions and everything, I, I think adds yeah. to a lot of it and adds a lot to the <laughs> It does. I think my screen's frozen. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, <laughs> mine's not this week because I'm using my phone and not my computer. That's a good thing. <laughs> but uh, maybe if Safe Moon goes up, I can buy a new computer. That's that's true. I think I think it's gonna take some time on Safe Moon. I think that's a it's a, that's an investment, not a day day trade. Yeah, I wouldn't I say that's a, a, a skill, if anything. That's an investment for a for a degenerate gambler like me. But you know, that's, that's 
Speaking so, of degenerate gambling, uh, last week's picks went two wins, three losses, and three pushes. I was like, motherfucker. And the two losses were those two games. Two of the, the three, three losses no, were two games that were going to be blowouts, were, right? <laughs> three of the losses were the games that were supposed yeah. to go over that that have been going. They've scored fucking like eight games in a row. Overs. <laughs> well, we're talking. We're talking about gambling. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you guys are big poker poker guys, right? Yeah, I'm a big poker guy. Russ is the big gambling guy. He, Russ he is at anything. The only poker I play is poke my wife. <laughs> And now is that a gamble? Do you get is it sometimes you win, sometimes you don't, sometimes you don't win? It depends on her mood. Wow, we're going there. Here we go. Something tells me since COVID, he probably loses more than he wins. <laughs> the over under on that? And can I take it? Actually, the uh, since COVID, I'm probably better because we've been together more, and she's usually, you know, gives me a you know gives me a quickie here and there just gives to you, uh, get a high five. She did a good job. <laughs> let's get back to crypto for a second yes yeah, so let's, let's get back on, on subject so guys i'm i'm not a crypto guy i i've said this for, for eight eight episodes eight episodes now that uh, i want money that i can hold in my hand i'm not crazy yeah. about a digital wallet digital currency yep. i'm not but you have elon and bitcoin elon and doge the tesla stock is tied into it you have yep. more Cuban and Doge with the Mavericks. Yep. You got Portnoy yeah, now, who I guess missed the boat on Bitcoin. So he's I mean, he's got more money than he knows what to do with. I don't know why he just doesn't buy Bitcoin and call it a day. But now he's in the safe moon thing. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I want to break this down into two parts. Do you like that these celebrity guys are pushing these coins, or do you feel like people are going to get stuck holding a bag, so to speak? With the way they do things and the way it fluctuates. Now, you guys being the crypto guys, I mean, uh, this is this is yeah. right up your alley and not up mine. So, it's tell both. me what's going on here. Beardo, you, you start. Both. It's off. I, I, yeah, I got to agree. I think it's a little bit of both. Like as much as of an influence the bigger people like Portnoy, Cuban, Elon getting in, you see how bad the ripple effect is when it's negative, and you saw exactly that with Elon. Not for nothing, Portnoy getting in, yay, maybe Barstool will accept their um, currency for Barstool safe. merch. But if a safe then you see all the drama that came with it. He starts attacking, I think, um, Ben Baller, who, if I'm not mistaken, makes like jewelry or something for a lot of celebrities. And then you have him going after like the Wall Street Bets mod. Like, yeah, you're bringing attention to it, but I don't know if that's exactly what you want. And Elon kind of getting shaky with bitcoin got a lot of people panicking and you saw that plummet because of that so yeah it, it's, yeah it's i mean nice to bring the attention to it but negative in a sense that the ripple effect people with an influence have on this particular area definitely sucks and that's what makes it so volatile yeah that that's exactly what it is they bring the volatility to it and exactly. it's, if it's, it's not good, volatable it's, enough as yeah. is like it, it's like a good thing when it goes up and like it's a yeah it's a good thing when it goes up and you get people jumping in you know they jump in when it's because their fear of missing out and they jump in when it's high because yep. elon musk is pumping it and all of a sudden they buy in it you know dodge coin it 60 cents and now it crashes all the way the fuck down oh yeah i mean you know That's i, I what, bought so one of one of my guys i i work with he's one of my employees he he, he bought 100 shares of, of of tesla when it was at like so now compared to what split, right? It was 40, his, his average is $43, right? So okay. he, he's made a shit ton of money on, on Tesla. 
And and obviously I've made a shit ton of money on, on Dodge. And I say I'm like your ugly redheaded step. <laughs> nobody nobody freaking wants. I said we're both we're both children of Elon now. And he's like, oh shut the hell up. You're like, my mine actually has tangibility. I said, mine too, mine too. No, but uh the funny thing about about Dogecoin is that people people that hold it, right, are complain and be like, oh, you know, Elon says this and it goes down, ba 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 ba. Listen, I mean, Dogecoin started, um, you know, like I said, when I when I got it, it was like less than half a cent. Um, and Elon has brought it way past what I thought it would get to. I mean, we're talking, you know, way it's pumped, you know, pumped all the way to like 75 cents or something like that the other week during the SNL skit. Yep. And and people are complaining because like, oh, you know, it, it tanked, it's down to like 40. You know, it's like when when he's giving you a handout. And it's running like running like you know so hot. People are like, oh, this is just the way it should be. But then when he says anything or you know pivots, and they're like, oh my god, Elon, how the hell can you screw us over? He's not screwing you over. He's just, I mean, he's a businessman. He's, he's a, a businessman. I wouldn't even call him a businessman. He's, he's, he's insane. I mean, he says he says it himself. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to send people to Mars and put it in everybody in electric vehicles that are like run on like you know you you spin it and it just goes. So I, so I mean, I, I think they uh, pushed it. Out. I think yeah, I pushed it. Yeah, I don't know. I think you just spin it like one of those old like little toy cars. But but no. But all, 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 I, me personally, I think good. Um, any publicity is good publicity. I, yes, you're going to see volatility, but it's one of those things. If you have the stones to hold it, I definitely see it going up. And going going into the summer, going into next year, um right now with the market as a whole being so um uh you know volatile all this inflation i think you're going to see people pivot towards crypto more because it's there's a you know like this is how much it's going to be one coin equals this um and that's it you know what i mean so but bit uh dodge coin not to say dodge coin has five billion coin they have every year that's what they have all right, versus the American dollar, which you know, when things go up, down, and all around, um, you have uh, an inflation that you have no idea what's going to happen. So I think you're going to see more pivoting towards crypto, which is why crypto this year is the hot ticket. Whereas last year is like EV because Biden's coming in, everyone thinks that you know everything's going to go green. So every year seems to have their new thing. This year, I think crypto is the is the the big thing. I don't think it's going away right now, and I think you're going to see some of the weaker weaker cryptos get weeded out. So like that Shiba Inu coin, the knockoff, that's, that's not going to last. You know I want to get into that. Um, so real quick, Eurythium, Bitcoin, Dodge, Doge, however you want to say it. Russ and I go back and forth. He's calling it dog now. Dog coin. Dog E. Chop it up. Dog E coin. Dog E. I don't think that's where you pronounce your E's, but you know. What would you say? I know. Doge. I can't you speak guys... English. <laughs> <laughs> What would know. you guys, as the crypto guys, say are are the top, let's say five, yeah, cryptocurrencies that you would hold for the next eighteen months or so? Absolutely. What, what Pierre? What's your take? I'll give mine after you. No particular order. Just yeah, no particular five. order. Just give me five that you think are solid. Just five that I would take. Would still take Bitcoin. Would still take Ethereum. I'm huge on VetChain, Chainlink. And probably go Ripple XRP for the fifth one. Okay. Let's see. Okay. And for me, for me, I would go uh, not in this order, 
But the ones I think will weed out the others, I, I think Bitcoin. Um, I, I definitely think Ethereum. Third, I think will be Dogecoin. I think it will grow. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. I think it has the right people behind it with Mark Cuban and Elon. I think that will be number three. Um, I think VetChain. Um, and then the fifth one, I so based on how new it is, how, how cheap it is, I think SafeMoon. And the only reason I say this is because it's so new. It just started. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be the next big thing, but I can see it moving over a couple of zeros um, in a certain amount of time. You know, once it gets onto a bigger platform with, with Dave Portnoy, you know, on board with yep. it, I think you're going to see um, more and more people um, move it onto a, a different platform that, where it can continue to grow. Now, that, that's just from getting on different platforms, not even like what it can do. But he uh -huh. said he's, he said he's going to take it for you know um, for payment for, on Barstool Sports, which has a lot of merch, um, you know, and I think I think it's going to grow. So it's one of those things. You, it doesn't have to be the number one thing. It's just if you get in early enough, and it is a pain in the ass to buy Safe Moon. You know what I mean? So if you can get in now, uh, let's see what happens. You know, if it gets on, yeah, so, you know. So Russ, I think had to go through like three different exchanges. Well, so tell us the story. The what happened to you today? It yeah. seemed that way, but in the end, once I did it, it was simple. So. Now I'm the proud owner of 52 million shares. So uh, I got, I got yeah. I'm, I'm out of my mind, but I don't even think I would even ever make it to a fucking dollar, even if it did. Oh, hell I'd no. Hell sell no. it at like t between 10 and 50 cents. I'd probably be rock hard. Uh, that would be a tenth of a penny. A tenth of a penny. Tenth of a penny. That'd be amazing. That'd be yeah, awesome. Think about so, it. Uh, yeah. That, what I do just a couple of zeros, baby. That's all we need. A couple of zeros. It yes. sounds so easy. It's not uh, easy I, think, I, I think Ethereum, though, is going to eventually catch up to Bitcoin. Um, especially, I think they're developing Ethereum 2.0, whatever it is, that to, to increase the blockchain and everything and, and to help build the network. And a lot of things revolve around Ethereum um, in order to exchange coins. Um, and... The other one. What are you guys' thoughts on Cardano? ADA. I'm, a I'm not big on it. He, he likes it. Leader. He likes it. I'm right. not big on it. I threw a little bit in that today, and I still like Litecoin. I still, I still think Litecoin is good for fast <laughs> transactions, and it's much cheaper yep. than than that today. Um, it's, uh, it's yep. But uh, what else was I gonna say? For, I mean, for for me, for me, um, some people have different opinions on crypto. I view it like each one of them doesn't really have um value in terms of like producing profit you know it's not a stock it's not a company some do. they're, they're not they're not they're not some some have gotten into the business of but i'm saying like most of them are not uh, producing cash in that in the in the same way as a stock would so i view it as like if the right person's behind it that's the one i want so dave portnoy Elon Absolutely. Martin, like you said is New, all news is good news. That's it. You know exactly. what I mean? So, you know? so that's that's my opinion. So if the right person's behind it, I think it can go there. I like Portnoy a lot. I think he's uh, going to be great for Safe Moon. I think he can bring it to new heights. Uh, he's a savage, and he'll just go. <laughs> that's, he'll just go. Yeah. And I, I think he has. He's a he's a degenerate gambler too. So I think he. I yeah. think no matter what happens with Safe, I think if Safe Moon goes down a hundred percent. He's just gonna like triple his position. I don't think he's gonna be like, oh, I'm out. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I, don't, I think he's got enough of a rapport that I don't think he'd be like, all right, fuck all you people. I got all you in. Yeah. Down. <laughs> people, <laughs> people follow him religiously, and I do, I do not see them like – can be like, yeah. now, all you need is to get a guy like Rogan on board, and uh, that's you know, it. Oh, forget so, it. Love, love Joe Rogan. I mean, that's the thing. You just got to get the right person on board, and that's what that's what did it for Dodge. You know, I mean, like people people don't even follow Elon's tweets for for Tesla anymore. All they follow is for Dogecoin. Like, oh my God, he said something today. It's like, yeah, but well, he, he didn't say anything about Tesla. He's or te <laughs> He just said, hey, I, my breakfast, two eggs and a piece of toast is good. Dogecoin goes up fifteen percent. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't I actually matter. read a thing today about Tesla that I I can't tell you who he is. Uh, some guy. Michael Burry. Okay, the, has the guy from the four hundred something million short. and put options to short Tesla. So the big oh, short. Oh, the guy the from movie? Big Short. Yeah, Big Short. Yeah. So Michael so, Scott from from the Office has been. <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> Michael Scott has decided to short Tesla. <laughs> yeah, Michael Michael Burry. Uh, is shorting Tesla, and he's the guy who shorted the real estate market in the movie The Big Short. And because of that, he made hundreds of millions. Oh, yeah. And now he's now he's betting against Elon, which I think is a, a death sentence. I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Will Will Lightning strike twice? Hell no. Um, and as, hell no. I don't. Think as far as your original question, Jerry, about the Safe Moon thing, I basically had to buy Bitcoin in my Coinbase account. Yeah. Open up a, a BitMart account, and yep. then I had to I had to verify my identity and take a fucking picture of my license. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, with you holding yeah, the very sign secure up game, yeah. But I had to transfer my Bitcoin from Coinbase to BitMart. Okay. And then sell it on BitMart to US USDT, which is you know, basically US dollars Tether. Okay. And then from Tether, I could buy SafeMoon. <laughs> yep. He's like, Jeez, now, so <laughs> it was a pain in the ass, but in the end, it wasn't as complicated as originally uh, seen. You just got to get it right. I don't know. It's, it feels weird doing it, too, but it's one of those things I feel like, yeah, I mean, if it's so difficult to get, maybe the right people haven't gotten in on it yet. Maybe when it becomes more available, you'll, you'll, you'll see it run up. Well, it was a, a little bit of a thing, though. The more access that it gets, the more publicity it gets, the more well, that's the thing. Action. That's the thing with Dodge and Ripple. Yeah. Once Coinbase relists Ripple and lists Dogecoin, they're they're gonna go up. Like you said, the more access yep. people have, and the more news about it, eventually you're gonna get people that are going, "All right, fuck it. I, what's this all about? You know, I could just go Coinbase, put in my credit card, and buy it, and not have to jump through hoops. Fine, let's try it." That's why Dodge is going up after it goes on Coinbase. That's that's going up. Not for nothing. Think, that's one of sure. the goals of cryptocurrency as well: accessibility for everybody. And that's it. Eventually, it will so, get there. So let me ask you guys. Uh, I don't. If you want to name a few, you can. If you don't want to do it, I I get why you wouldn't. But what scam coins are there that you guys would avoid? Or I, I, again, I'm. I don't know if you want to sink a company or a coin or people behind it, but there are scams yeah. out there, right? There are coins that are just a bunch of crap. A hundred percent. I think there's a coin out there called Ass Coin. I can get I can get behind that one. I can understand that one. That one makes sense to me. I don't have literally behind it. Yeah, I can get I can get behind that. You have like pussy coin. It's ridiculous. Like there's so many just I I mean there's ones with like rockets and and you know there's a whole bunch of different ones that you like this can't be real. I mean even even Carol Baskins has her own coin. Yeah, like 
Yeah. It, you you murder, <laughs> murder somebody and you get a coin. I, I don't know if that's the... Allegedly. No, allegedly. 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 <laughs> allegedly. My mistake. Allegedly <laughs> murdered someone and fed them two yeah. tigers. Allegedly. Allegedly <laughs> my ass. She sat there yes. and was like, oh, this is how you do it, you know? Yeah. If yeah. I was to do it, this if is I was how to do yeah. it. I would do it this way. No, for me, I think it's a Sheba coin. Um, I just think that there's a lot of knockoffs of Dodge. Uh, and, you know, I have a problem with that because I feel like it, it dilutes the uh, the main ones. You know what I mean? And, okay. and, and you also you also see, like, I'll look on, on Elon Musk's, like, Twitter. I'll see comments. And it will be like, oh, he's talking about Sheba. He's talking about Sheba. It's like he's not talking about Sheba coin. He's obviously talking about Dodge coin. Why the hell would he be talking about Sheba coin? <laughs> so so I, for me, that's, that's what – the one, one of the ones that I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm anti, you know, any knockoff. Uh, it's like this is the coin, and and that's it. I mean, all you're doing is diluting. You know what I mean? You know, support. That's all. My so, opinion. Well, that's also why I didn't go crazy with the, you know, the Shiba or the Safe Moon. Just a couple hundred dollars each. Yeah. You know, the, the actual. I mean, Dodge still. Some people, but even my buddy Steve that was on the show, I texted him about some things and. and you know, you're better off staying with the stable coins as far you know, you know the, the Litecoin, yeah. the Bitcoin, the Ethereum. You know, if you stay with those, you're 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 still going to make your money. It just won't be the get rich quick schemes. But like I said, a couple hundred dollars here and there to take a shot that one of them just goes. <laughs> crazy. That's you know, how I made money on Dodge. It's just a couple, like three hundred bucks. Not so often too, like peak. There's still a, a lot of not. cheap utility coins too that yeah. have a lot, a lot of yeah. potential. But here's Hold the on. thing. One second, right back. A joke, a joke coin or not. You know, it's still making people shitloads of money. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's like the, the you know OTC stocks. Some of them are scams. Some of them are legit companies. People are investing in both. And when and the music stops, you don't want to be left without a chair. That's basically the way. It, now, ironically, exactly. that's why the state moved that Tendi coin. Like, it, <laughs> so I just I just saw Tendi's coin um, yesterday or the day before. And I'm still looking into it, but uh, I'm not a crypto guy, like I've said numerous times. The idea of a Gmail email account and, hey, send us your, your name and how much money you want to invest in, in this coin to a Gmail email just doesn't seem right with me and screams you know, bells and whistles that something just might be off. And I'm not saying it's a scam. It very well might not be. But a Gmail email to a cryptocurrency type a thing, flag. it it's just doesn't flag. sit well with me. But well, it looks like a scam, smells like a scam. Usually it is a scam. Exactly. I mean, Russ, I don't know if we haven't spoken about it off, off the show yet, but there's a coin on, on Twitter that it's basically, hey, it's got 3,000 or so followers now on Twitter, and it's gaining some steam with the people behind it. I won't even get into who because I don't want to acknowledge them. They don't, they don't need to be acknowledged. But they got a following behind them. And it's basically, hey, send us an email to a Gmail account with your information. And the minimum investment is $500 uh, for, you know, pre, pre-launch. The launch is going to be in two weeks or whatever it is. And let us know how much over the 500 you want to invest. And I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm sure you guys aren't doing that. And, but there are people doing it. And it just doesn't sit right with me. It, it's interesting, to say the least. <laughs> right? Very, very Sounds like the beginning of a Ponzi scheme. It doesn't. It doesn't seem right. But not for nothing. All a, a lot of these cryptocurrencies are, and they're sticking around. Like it, it's yes. ridiculous. Like it takes a catchy name. So it's hit or miss. It could wind up making a little bit of a run. It might not do shit, and that's the risk with all of them, really. 
certain people want to make five, 10, 50, 100%, whatever their number is inside their head. If people think that they're going to get into a quadruple zero five currency and it's going to move one or two decimal points, they're going to invest in it. But the minute the, the thing turns out to be a scam or not real, it, good luck because I don't know how you get your money back. We're talking about tendies and the Gmail email and send us more than $500 and everything else. And it just doesn't sit well with me now that you're, uh, now that you're back, weirdo. Yeah. Weirdo. I know it's weird. It's weird to be called weirdo. It's like a, it's like a but if to you weren't so weird I, I made it up. Time, I made it up. It rhymes with beardo. So I was like, but uh, no, I definitely, I mean, I, there's a lot of these that are definitely going to be scams. Um, and it, there's nothing stopping people from like being like, all right, I'm just going to take your money and run. So, right? So, I mean, I'm only going to get behind ones that, like I said, I, I feel like have the right people behind them. And that's why I picked SafeMoon and I picked Dogecoin. And uh, I know it's kind of like, oh, we just go with the herd. But I got in a little bit before other people. So I'm going to see, you know, what happens. And that's why I was surprised that Portnoy was like, oh, SafeMoon. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, wondering what, I'm wondering what the thinking was behind it. I didn't catch the video or, or any comments or anything about why he I, decided I to get involved in it. What, why did yeah. he decide to go with that one and not, not some others? What was the reasoning behind it? His reason was, one, it's in the early stages and it's difficult to get. Um, okay. So he felt like it didn't get run a lot. He said he didn't want Dogecoin because Dogecoin had already been pumped so much, which it has. You know what I mean? Okay. Same thing with Bitcoin, same with a lot of um, – and then the other thing about it was that for, for SafeMoon, if you sell some of your shares, about like 10% or something, get distributed to the other shareholders – as a penalty for selling. So he views it like, all right, oh. yeah, anyone that buys it is incentivized to hold. And then your shares also grow and they're also burning coins. So like they've already burned like 246 trillion coins and they're going to continue to burn more and, and stuff or something like that. So they, they're going to burn more and more coins. So even if the, the, the crypto, not stock, goes up, they're going to reduce the amount of like coin there are, so your coins should gain value over time. So there's incentive to hold it, and that's yeah. why he's, he's getting behind it. Yes, there's incentive to hold it, and that's kind of his main his main reason. I was like, you know what? Why not take a shot in the shot? In it, you know, let's let's take another crack at it. You know. So let me ask you guys quick. Uh, Robin Hood. I hate it. I, I will never. I will, I will never put uh, yeah. money into it. Um, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, the the meme game with GameStop and not being able to sell Sundial and Nokia and BlackBerry and a hundred uh, yeah. other something stocks that that we went through with all that. Um, are you guys a fan of Robin Hood? And I know this IPO coming up soon, and I feel like these Wall Street bet guys are going to eventually plot their uh, their demise of uh, of shorting the stock when it when the time is right. But what are your thoughts on Robinhood and uh, and everything that's transpired with them? So, I I appreciate how Robinhood does try to make it approachable for the newest of investors because they really did bring a lot of people into the market and trading and trying to invest because it, they do keep it simple. However, the whole stopping of selling of securities and the yep. nonsense that's gone on numerous times over the past few months, it's just turned into a shit show. I don't think the IPO will do too, too great. Maybe when everything's said and done and gets cleaned up, they might bring in some solid numbers. But off the rip, off the IPO, I don't think it's going to do too much. I think it's going to have a... 
probably get shorted. Shortly, yeah. obviously you can't during the IPO. There's a yeah, eventually though. Yeah, but, I mean, in order I, to sort it, you're gonna need an initial pump. Obviously, you're gonna need an additional pump for, to be worth it being shorted. I, the thing about Robinhood's IPO is pre pre that situation, pre you know February whatever it was, um, I was excited for the IPO. I was like, oh, I can't wait to buy Robinhood IPO. This is like gonna be a great IPO. People love Robinhood. And then when they did as did everyone dirty. Um, now I'm like, I can't stand them. You know, obviously, uh, they cost me like, you know, whatever it was like 20,000 bucks on like sundial. I could have potentially made, uh, and they purposely tanked the, uh, the stock. Uh, I know that Portnoy expresses his same opinion when it comes to it as well. Um, and it's just, I mean, I, I've looked into why they did it. I mean, I'm sure you kind of read up a little bit of, of why. Yeah. The reason is, I mean, some people say it's because Citadel made a phone call at three o'clock. Some people say it was a currency, a money, a money issue, liquidity issue. Yeah. So, I mean, the main one is that Vlad is is going with it's a liquidity issue because people don't realize when when you purchase and sell a stock, there's actually a couple of days before it yeah. gets it gets cleared. So during that time, you're actually lent the money on margin. You know what I mean? So the 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 firm or you know in this term the firm had to lend them the money and people were selling buying selling buying so much that it 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 caused Robinhood not to be able to cover so yep. they had to, like they had to halt everything so that situation has never really happened and hope it never happens again but I've noticed it still happens every now and then with like Dogecoin and stuff like that because of the volatility in it yeah well it happened today again um, in the middle of the day they had Robinhood had scheduled maintenance. And people couldn't sell, and I'm like, yeah, scheduled maintenance. Yeah, my how? how? It's for, during for the what? day. Like, was it, for, was it for Dodge or was it? What was it yes, for? Yes, it was for Dodge. Well, you know what's funny? But, you know, what I say this too is when something goes up too fast, they they you know they pump the brakes. When something goes down too fast, they usually just let it kind of go, which is kind of you know BS to me. Like, you know what I mean? So if it's something tanks, they're just like, oh, it just happened to tank. But if something you know shoots, they're like, oh, we got to stop it, we got to halt it. So you know, yeah. it's kind of you know, BS in my, in my opinion, I didn't believe anything Vlad had to say. And he kind of, no, you know, his, his whole philosophy is like, Oh, I'm trying to be for the little guy. I'm trying to be for the little guy. Well, you know, shit hit the fan and, and, he, you, fucked the little guy. and he, he fucked the little guy. Yeah. yeah. I, yep. I, you know, I'll swear that time. I wasn't trying to swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I want to get into LT and C for a second. Um, we tried to get Joe on our show and it's just not working out for, a number of reasons. Uh, first episode, I had Ryan on. Ryan is a home run. You guys had him on too. You reached out awesome. to us like, awesome. hey, um, <clears throat> you reached out to us saying, hey, no, no, we don't want to step on your toes, but we're having Ryan on. Like, just Russ, I was going through this with them before you got you got on the show. That's how this all started with us talking and uh, and everything else. But oh, well, then we, I had on a side note here. Uh, I think we got somebody you know in the comment section. You are so good. I want to say yeah, thank I, you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry knows who the person is. Number, number one fans chiming in. Marissa. Hi, Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> we went thank to different you. schools together. Back on to LTNC. All right. So back to LTNC for a second. So we tried to, I had Ryan on the show. You guys had Ryan on the show. You reached out. That's how this all started. Yep. Then I tried to get Danny on the show. And going through the, the motions with Danny was, was it was difficult. There were things I couldn't bring up, things I couldn't ask. I had to basically send him my questions and topics uh, ahead of time. And then with like 37 minutes or so of a warning on a Sunday morning, <laughs> I got the okay that we're going to go live. Uh, now with Joe, I have four different email addresses. 
I've sent, I want to say, two dozen tweets to the guy. And he's liked certain tweets asking for him to come on and doesn't. Yep. I don't, he doesn't write back. Um, you guys have put out there that you are in, in conversations with him. And I'm going to ask you guys in a second if you can divulge some of that in a second. But I just want to go through my, my headache. Um, I talked to one of the sales guys over the last, I'd say, week or so. Gave him my phone number. He actually called me over the weekend to try and set up an interview time and stuff and told me that uh, he's got to run everything by Joe and the LTNC board, which I'm assuming is Toby McBride and Mike Holly, which are the two top guys ahead of Joe. So I'm assuming the three of them got together with Mike, the, one, of the, Mike one of the Mikes, the sales guys, and uh, they put the kibosh on it today. I, I, I got a text message from Mike saying, uh, the board and Joe want me to push this down the road into the future. And uh, that's not going to happen. Your interview isn't going to happen for a little while. And uh, listen, I have over 100,000 shares. I've been invested in this since, since the Super Bowl. I, I got in it from the beginning at 0021. I don't know. And I, I guess I'm going to take heat from this. I don't even know. But I don't know why these guys are avoiding talking to us. The deal with Ryan was you got to be active. You have to be on Twitter. The co-owners of this want you to be transparent, and I get there's things you can't talk about, but complete talk. Talk to me. Talk to you. Stop talking to the one person you're only talking to, and open up the forum to other people. And even even if it's not us, just there's a, and again, I, if it's not me and it's you, that could be had. Yeah. there's a lot more publicity that could be had. Whether it's us, you, whether it's a local news station. Whether it's using one of your multiple outlets with followers that you have to start reaching out more, I don't care if it's either one of our shows. But why hasn't there been more? Why? I mean, now, can you guys go through? I, I don't know how much you want to divulge. We've we've spoken about this, but do you want to let everybody know what's the status with you guys trying to get them on the show as well, too? Because I mean, my my story is different than yours. You guys actually have spoken to them or yeah. texted with them. So started like you guys, I'm sure, like we just started like responding to tweets like, hey, we'd love to reach out, like we'd love to chat with you, have you on for an episode of our podcast, yada, yep. yada, yada, try messaging, um, so on. Then he starts liking certain things that we were responding in regards to setting up an interview. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then... <clears throat> um, we came across like email address online that we started reaching out to. Like we messaged the Joe Pavlik account. Um, so I went digging online to see if there were any other email addresses, and I came across a, a couple of phone numbers. So yep. I tried to reach out to some of the numbers, and two of them were dead. One of them happened to be the mailbox was full, so I sent him a text. So I was like, "Well, I'm, I'm like I'm not gonna bust balls, and I'm not gonna like overdo it to his like personal phone, but." Like, hey, like, weirdo and beardo, like, we just wanted to chat yep. with you and looking forward to possibly setting something up. Let me know if there's anything I can do on our end, yada, yada, yada. And got a text later on that day saying, okay, busy putting out fires, we'll be back soon. <laughs> something along Like a tweet. Yeah, like a tweet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, right? So yeah. Kept tweeting, kept tweeting, like, okay, like, inevitably you're going to get something. Kept messaging him via the two Twitter accounts and the emails. Got another response from his personal Twitter account. Um, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. 
asking okay. to send the list of questions so he could look over it and we could start to get the ball rolling. Yep. So on, so on. Still nothing yet. And now they're following, they're liking <laughs> tweets again. So I'm even just happy with like, I can't this week give me two weeks to figure something out. Like, but just some sort of communication. You're responding to certain things, but not other things. I don't know. I, I just, I don't like the idea of one person having the access and the negativity that surrounds yeah. that person and, and their circle. And I'm not going to mention names. I mean, if you follow the stock, you, you know who I'm talking about. And things leaked over the weekend with, with Discord chats and screenshots and you see the way certain people react on Twitter to certain comments, and the minute someone says something negative about it, you're immediately blocked and hammered by, that's by one thing that's certain tough. people. You can't ask questions within certain social media communities because you get attacked as if you're a basher or you're a naysayer. Like, sometimes it's just... Yeah. Like, oh, you're a basher, you're, you're an anti-Twitter, whatever, troll. I mean, if you want my honest opinion, um, I think that they used a lot of their ammunition. I think that they, you know, they, they dropped the Manny Pacquiao situation. They dropped a lot of their, their information. I think that they're waiting until they have something more before taking additional interviews. Because a lot of times people are going to hope for, like, you know, the moon every time somebody comes on an interview. So I think that that's part of the reason why they're ducking it. So that way, like, it's like, all right, we're not going to take the next interview until we have something to say. That's what I think their, their train of thought is. As well, going off that, one thing that I'm, I, it's been brought to my attention and people have actually reached out to me, like direct messaging, asking that I should have asked Adele, but I didn't wind up answer, uh, asking him was like Twitter is the their outlet for communicating with their shareholders. Um, the Stan guy is having PR interviews, but some people are blocked by Stan. That's so, an issue like, in my book. Joe look yeah. quite like I don't yeah. like Stan. I'll just what? say it. I don't even care. <laughs> I, don't even, I, was, I was trying to avoid it because I don't want to start anything with him. I'm not a big Stan guy. I don't know. I, I see him as a pumper. That's just my certain, personal. Listen, certain people, certain people don't like him. Certain people do like him. Certain people have made a lot of money off of him. There was there was a screenshot circulating, and somebody came sent it to the EAT podcast Twitter page privately over the weekend of a screenshot from Discord. I'm not going to get into the details of it. I don't know if it's real or not, but the things that were in it wasn't a, a good look for him. For, for and Stan. the fact that for for Stan and some I mean, other people. And the fact like that said, these like, guys are the, the PR firm and the voice and the the interview goes through this circle of people. Again, if it wasn't me, if it wasn't you, and it was Fox News, CNN, a boxing magazine that's tied to Manny Pacquiao, ESPN, anybody, nobody has access to these guys. And it just it, it, it irks the hell out of me that none of them are talking to anyone. You also have big influencers behind them. You have, if I'm not mistaken, I think the guy's Yellow Tree. He's a streamer. You have yes, he's a gamer. Of artists that are following. Why not try to communicate with them? And I have yep. nothing against Dan. Like he's making his money, and like sure. he's doing something right. It like everybody has their own way of going about things, but yeah, it's not, it's not the way we do it. Behalf, but... On behalf of running a business that has a lot of lot of potential, up and coming. Yeah. They're diversifying their brands and what they're putting out. I think that he should open up his communication with, if he's going to continue with the Twitter approach, 
to more people, whether it's one of our podcasts, whether it's one of the social media influencers behind it, whether it's a something. news media outlet, regardless, yeah. it needs to be something, something to expand it. Because yeah, it seems yeah. like the scope is getting narrower and narrower and I, I I'm agree. still holding, but it, it, it's, I don't know. That's one of the things I, I feel about Stan. That's one of the things I feel about Stan General is that like versus us, like we, we want to talk to anybody, no matter who you are, no matter, you know, where you come from and no matter what your experience is. But Stan seems like he's like, I only want to talk to certain people and at certain times and that's it. Like, whereas like, yeah. we're like willing to talk to everybody because we are not opposed to any different views. Like, we want to know what your opinion on is, even if it's not in ours, you know, even if it's yes. not our opinion, you know what I mean? So I just feel like he's only in it for like, I only want to feed people the information that I want to feed them. Uh, I want to censor anything that's not on my, like, you know, best intentions. And that's, that's the way I feel about him. That's it's not, it's, it's not a good look. It, it's not, uh, you have a it, lot of people who invested in like hiding something. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's it, like, I'm going to hide everything that's not, going to help with, you know, my, benefit, and, you know, my benefit. That's it. And yeah. Ryan was on our show and said, Hey, Twitter is a good thing. When people do tell you something negative, they might be right. And yeah. his exact words were, or hey, wrong, you, but at least you hear it. You know, if your website is trash is what he basically said, Hey, maybe the website is trash and you need to fix it. The minute you start blocking people and the negative yeah. stuff isn't told to you, you're living inside a bubble that isn't, isn't good. And when it pops, and people on the outside world, like me and you, who could be blocked. I'm not saying we are, but if we are blocked, we're missing all of it. And then you got to what? Create a burner account? I mean, how else are you getting your info? I got blocked now, by Jim Cramer. I'm just going to say, I don't know if that's a brag. <laughs> bragging rights or not, but I got blocked by Jim Cramer. I think that's kind of cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I don't, I don't think I say anything controversial, but he apparently blocked me. I've never been blocked by anybody. I've been blocked by Jim Cramer. And I was like, wow. Now, I don't know if he manages his account, probably doesn't, but I was still like, wow, I don't know what I said that pissed him off. But but anyway, my, my point is I, I think Joe needs to start speaking to people, and sure, I would love for it to be me. You guys would love for it to be you. Uh, there are questions that, that need to be need to be asked and, and answered. And I, I mean, it's been since February now, so we're now in May. It's been three months. People want to know, why did they pick LTNC? Why, why did you guys yeah. get to sit down with Ryan and, and, and go for this company, which was not pink current, non-reporting, was a labor company, had nothing to do with business? Industry. Yeah. It, it, why, why Ryan and why the company? People want to know that. Um, why was Alex Guerrero involved? So and, and Ryan got into some of that, but he can't say everything. And I get that, but you don't publicize that he's in it because that goes one or two ways. It's either a, everything's a fairy tale and it's great. Tom Brady's involved or Alex Guerrero is involved in another scheme that has happened time and time and time again. And it sucks because you get the devil's advocate. What do you want to yes. go with? Do you, do you want everything's great and dandy or everything sucks? And you try to find the happy medium. I mean, yeah. certain people want to know why Twitter influencers were involved in the original zoom call. Has, I, has anyone got an answer to that yet? Nope. Nope. Listen, I, I would love I to know, know why. On an official, get... on an official deal, like the inter, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to know why two Twitter influencers were involved in a call with Alex Guerrero and the executives of Takeover. What was said that they were allowed in, and did they sign a non-disclosure, or what inside info were they allowed to tell to their friends in their discords? Because you know that happened. 
Oh, you, you know that happens. It always happens, no matter how you know. You know, anti. I'm not supposed to say this to somebody, but I'm gonna say it to the right person who can invest. You know, my friend, my buddy, whoever. You know, what I mean, that's yeah. what they do. It just, uh, it, it bothers me. It irks me. The fact that now I was going back and forth with one of the sales guys, and I was gonna ask general questions, not even get into the Tom Brady and who are the other people involved. I, I know they're not gonna talk about that. I know they're not. But certain questions, like three sales guys who apparently have a resume behind each of them, left their jobs. And came to work for to Joe and LTNC. Why? Why, why did Joe pick them and why did they come there? Was there a prior relationship there? Yep. Was were they a part of the process of making this particular brand? Like yep. there's there's a lot. And there's a lot. And we don't need to get know, into like, all the secrets, busy, but give still us something. Trying to develop and get things going, but I still think there's something more that could be said or done in this process i agree yep definitely if i was running a company and i was new and, and pre-revenue and everything else like the way that these guys have gone i would want the word out to everybody whether it's a, a little bit of information or a lot whatever i can say or can't say exactly i would want it out there and the fact that they don't do that just rubs me the wrong way the fact that he hasn't reached out and just said hey guys it's not a good time for me uh, really just reach out and tell me hey it's not a good time come back to me in a month i mean he hasn't even done that yeah, just avoiding it. Yeah, that's not. That's definitely not the good way to do business. I agree. It's not. Uh, but again, you know, it's it's the gift that keeps on giving with Twitter drama and certain characters and everything else that that goes. I follow it every day. Hey, I'm invested in it. There's still money to be made, regardless. <clears throat> Let me ask you real quick before we wrap this up: Are you guys afraid of the pink current issue that's going to come down the pike in June and then in September? With OTC, if companies aren't current, they're going to get delisted or suspended if they're not reporting? <coughs> yes and no. Yes, because there might be some valid companies that are still trying to work to get their currency and really try to develop. But with E-Trade, like implementing that, like that's a huge safety net. And they're really looking out for their users. So, yes, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'd say it, the same thing. Again, I mean, I'd say, yeah, I'd say the same thing. I mean, obviously, um, you know, being pink current is one of those those things that allows somebody to know that you are a little bit more, you know, legitimate, not to say that you're not, you're not on the NASDAQ or anything like that. But, you know, you want to make sure that your users are not being influenced by somebody who's just going to scam them, take the money and run with it. So I, I think it's actually a good thing. Um, I think it's going to weed out some companies that are, you know, BS and also encourage some companies like, you know, some we, we've talked about to maybe go pink current sooner than later so that that way they can still be traded. You know what I mean? So you want to make sure that they can stay on it. So I think it's going to encourage some companies to be like, all right, we got to take that next step. And uh, for the ones that are, are bullshit, you know, bye bye. Bye bye. That's it. All right, guys, this was great. I, uh, I really appreciate you coming on. The next time uh, we got some big crypto news or sports or something LTNC related. <laughs> Just wait till tomorrow. I'm sure there'll be some crypto something. I, you know, all of a sudden, Dogecoin's at like $10 or it's at one cent. You know, I don't know. <laughs> we got a dinosaur going across Russ's screen right now. <laughs> Love it. Love it. It's keeping me interested. You got to keep people know. alert. <laughs> but I, definitely. I I want to say, though, uh, just to jump in before you get out of the NTNC, if I got a company and I get Manny Pacquiao to sign on board, I'm doing everything I can to have fucking commercial ads everywhere. Just <laughs> even have Manny. So, something's wrong here. Something is wrong here. 
So Manny yeah. put out a tweet yep. of LTNC, followed Joe. Joe followed him. Uh, haven't seen Manny drinking it yet, but they did yeah. announce they did announce that Manny's doing a joint venture with them now, and that the product is going over overseas. So it's going to get made over there. I did see that press release. We all saw it. Yep. But yeah, why why isn't there a press conference with Joe and Manny going? Hey, we're doing a live side by side. Twitter, a live Twitter press conference from wherever a Zoom call like this with announcing it. Why is it just a PR and that's it? Take some questions. Something. There's nothing. Something just doesn't. If if Manny Pacquiao signed anything saying that he was working with me, even for it was for a day, I'd call everybody in their sister and make sure right? they knew. Look, that's Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> right? I'll sign an interview. Yeah, who wants an autograph? Who wants an autograph? Something. <laughs> get a, get a signed right. can of, of yeah. next level, you know? And, and I'm sure not for nothing right now, after I just bad-mouthed or even somewhat bad-mouthed the company, I'm sure the reactions on on Twitter or oh, yeah. the fact that Joe will never come on the show is is gonna happen, which is fine. I'm okay. It's fine. With it. I'm okay with it. But Hopefully I, I'm he letting... says, you know what? I'll show you, and I'll be on the next uh, interview with one of us. You know what I mean? So let's let's see yeah. what happens. I I hope that is. And if it's again, if it's not us, I want it with somebody different who's not been the only person to have access to him. And I want the right <laughs> <Stand>. questions. <laughs> and I want the right questions asked. And if you can give us the answers, give them. Uh, the yeah. the idea of a scripted interview doesn't sit well with the thousands of people that are involved yeah. in this. It just doesn't. Yeah. Just feeding him what he wants to say, you know what I mean, kind of thing. But yeah, there are questions no, that I, need to be asked and questions that need to be answered. There, there are, there are. I agree. All right, guys, this was great. Thanks for coming on. Uh, do you want to plug your uh, your website, your Twitter, all that stuff before you uh, get out of here? Yeah, visit the site, uh, com. Same thing on Twitter, Weirdo and Beardo. Um, my handle's, what, Beardo Trader, if I'm not mistaken? <laughs> my, mine's Weirdo Trader 1. Apparently some some schmo already took Weirdo Trader, so I had to go Weirdo Trader 1, but... <laughs> I bet you they're not as weird as me. They're not as weird as me. I can tell you that. I don't know. They're not wearing a hat like that. That's for sure. That's sure as shit. I can tell you they're not wearing this hat. The hat looks good on you. I appreciate it. I think it's a thing now. Well, with the podcast, what what I've really been pushing Mike and bitching at Mike for, we've been trying to pump our blog and trying to create visual learning materials to go hand in hand with the podcast that we make. So it's... As current as it might be, it's episodic. You can listen to it at any time, any day, weeks from now, months from now, years from now, and you can still apply what you've listened to, what you're seeing in the blog, to what's going on right now. So definitely check out the site. Toss us a follow. Thank you guys for having us. All right. Appreciate it, guys. uh, Let me just say next week on the show, we are going to have the managing attorney from Blake Harris Law. Blake Harris is a guy on TikTok. I'm not sure if you guys are on it. I have I created a TikTok for the EAT podcast page, but I haven't done anything with it yet. But he has 160,000 followers on TikTok, and he puts out 30-second or minute videos on a daily basis, basically talking about crypto, uh, tax preparation, trusts, wills. Uh, he goes in-depth about a boatload of things, uh, how to avoid getting sued, and if you do, how to hide some money. I mean, the guy is really, really good. I have to listen he's to gonna that be, one. <laughs> he's going to be on next week on Monday night, May 24th at 7 Eastern. They have offices in New York City, Denver, Miami, Chicago, San Francisco, Miami, and Boston. So they're all over the place. Blake Harris is going to be on the show. Uh, you can look him up at Blake Harris Law on TikTok. And as always, follow us on Twitter at the EAT Podcast, Instagram, 
We're on Spotify. The upload will be tomorrow. And guys, thanks a lot. TikTok. <laughs> we, we, I follow Blake. That's it. A, we, we don't, don't even know. Posted. I didn't even know we have a TikTok. I don't have a TikTok either. Real, real quick. Uh, a, a listen, real quick. A listener, our listener reached out to us, reached out to Blake and said to him, Hey, I follow this. I follow the podcast. I think you would be great on it. He reached out to us. Gave us Blake's email, and that's how it got together. So I mean, I didn't even go. I didn't even know this guy. Awesome. If I, I'm not on TikToks, so I, I am now, but I wasn't. So I had no idea who he was until a listener said, "Hey, yeah. here's yeah. Blake's info. Check him out. If he works for you guys, he'll come on the show." So I mean, that was great. It worked out for us. Next week, it's gonna be it's gonna be something. I'm definitely interested in talking to him. New to TikTok, you probably awesome. have an OnlyFans though, right? But <laughs> 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 not a TikTok, OnlyFans. <laughs> like, All right, guys. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> That's a guys, side thanks a lot. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, a lot thanks of fun. very much. And uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Definitely come back on again when uh, when the time allows. All right. All right. Awesome. Definitely get together for in Boston, New York. Yeah, and next time you're in New York or we're in Boston, we're definitely gonna get together for some drinks. Absolutely. You let us know, fellas. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot from New York and Boston. Good night, everybody. Have a good one.